Welcome to the OAESP Principal Podcast. This podcast features elementary principals and assistant principals from the great state of Oklahoma. I'm Glenn Absher, the Executive Director of the Oklahoma Association of Elementary School Principals. Today on the podcast, we have Shireen Smith. She is the Assistant Principal at Deer Creek 4th and 5th Grade Center. And I hope you enjoy today's conversation with Shireen Smith. Welcome to the OAESP Principal Podcast. Today we have Shireen Smith, who is the Assistant Principal at the Deer Creek 4th and 5th Grade Center. So Shireen, welcome to the, po- to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and just get started with our first question. Shireen, tell our listeners, who is Shireen Smith? And talk a little, a little bit about your path into administration. Yeah, I would say that my path into administration happened very organically, um, and I am a um, middle school person that has found a love for elementary school, for sure. Um, I entered the profession um, when a lot of districts, as a teacher, when a lot of districts were having to do layoffs um, with the sort of Great Recession And um, so I had a fantastic um, cooperating teacher that I student taught under that gave me advice to certify in as many subjects as I could. And I kind of feel like that's how I got my foot in the door. Um, I'm sure I fumbled through a lot of things my first year as a teacher with three different subjects that I was teaching. Um, And I really thought that I would just teach forever. I always knew I wanted to be a teacher. Um, It's funny, though, when I went to college, I thought I wanted to teach seniors in high school. And my advisor said when it came time to do my student teaching, all your field experience has been at high school. I'm going to have you student teach in a middle school. And you would have thought he gave me the worst news ever. And then day one with seventh graders, I was like, wow, these these are my people. This is awesome. I didn't know what I'd been missing. And so I kind of thought I'd do seventh grade forever. Um, But along the way, as a classroom teacher, um, I had an opportunity to really revitalize our new teacher program. And that's where I found a love for um, working with adults and teaching adults. And so that kind of started planting seeds of, you know, maybe this would be something I would do. And um, then I had um, the opportunity. I was nominated for um, the Brock Educational Fellowship at Oklahoma State and had an opportunity to do my master's there. Um, And from there, it was just kind of off to the races. And I started my admin journey um, as an admin intern at Oklahoma City Public Schools, and it, it was a middle school, but working with fifth grade, and again, it felt like this aha moment of, okay, no, fifth graders are my jam. What a great opportunity, um, and so that's really kind of been my journey to the principalship, and now I'm here in Deer Creek at the fourth and fifth grade center, and I just love this upper elementary group um, and kind of helping them as they sort of navigate um, their still very much elementary and they're still 10 and 11 and kids, but helping them kind of navigate as they really kind of start to discover, you know, who they are and their personalities. And it's just, it's so fun every day. All right. Well, very good. So you taught seventh grade. What, what subjects did you teach? Well, when I started out at Deer Creek, it was a lot smaller than it is now. So I, um, my first year taught sixth grade literature, seventh grade literature and geography. Um, So social studies and ELA. And then later in my career moved to special education um, and was co-teaching in special ed classrooms as well as providing interventions and study skills classes. So I've kind of done um, a little bit of everything um, at those uh, middle levels. 
All right. Well, very good. I uh, I also started as a middle school teacher when, you know, I, I was really a, an elementary ed um, major and uh, I thought I wanted to teach elementary and this opportunity came up to teach middle school and I taught sixth grade language arts and reading and uh, I did that for seven years and uh, uh, I just love those middle school kids. <laughs> Yes, they are really fun. And honestly, um, you know, fifth graders, there's not a ton of difference between a fifth grader and a seventh grader. They're just in bigger bodies, um, but they have very similar needs. So lots of personality um, and they make it exciting every day. Yeah. Now, how long have you been the assistant principal there at the fourth and fifth grade center? So this is my first year here at the fourth and fifth grade center as assistant principal here. Okay. All right. Well, very good. So uh, you kind of mentioned it just a, just a little bit, but um, I'm going to ask this question and see if you want to expand upon it, but uh, why did you choose that, that you wanted to go into administration? I really, you know, with everything, every kind of movement I've made as a teacher and then into administration, I felt like I was able to make a, a bigger impact when I was a gen ed teacher. And then kind of what attracted me to SPED was kind of being able to make a big impact there. And then, um, like I said, just finding a passion for um, mentoring and recruiting and retaining new staff. Um, I found that I really loved that serving in that role as um, the mentor uh, with our new teacher program. And I think just trying to um, go to the big picture and making that impact for all students and being able to support more families at a whole building level was something that really attracted me to it. All right. Very good. Now talk to us a little bit about who were some mentors that really poured into you throughout your career, not just in administration, but also just through your entire um, education career. I have been so blessed that I have had just so many like fantastic people around me. Um, from the very beginning, I would say Christy Van Doren. Um, she was actually my new teacher um, coordinator when I was a brand new teacher. And I'm many a times I went to her room and was like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm 23. I'm teaching three different subjects. What am I doing? Um, so just such a support to me as a teacher. And then later when she became my administrator, um, just such a great um support. She was always there um, to help. She listened, um, got feedback from teachers. I just always felt really supported and encouraged um, by her. So, and then when I started my uh, master's program, she just gave me great advice all the way through and really helped, you know, give me opportunities to grow my leadership skills. Uh, so I really, really appreciated that. Um, in Oklahoma City, my head principal when I started my admin internship, Scott Farley, definitely was a mentor to me as well. From day one, I would say he wasn't um, a gatekeeper and that there was never anything that was like, well, I'm the head principal. I'm not going to share, you know, this is kind of my role and you don't need to know about it yet. Um, and so it was so great that I felt like I got exposed to all sorts of things from learning about accreditation right from the get go um, and just kind of getting to see um, some of the things that maybe as an assistant you don't necessarily see until you get to the big chair, um, but being able to kind of 
kind of see some of that behind the scenes stuff that's happening, some budget and school finance things that you don't always see in the assistant principal role. So I really appreciated that. And I had an opportunity to sit in on a lot of different kinds of meetings and district meetings just to sort of absorb a lot. And so that was really, I think, really, really helpful. Um, and I will say that, you know, never was made to feel like, oh, well, you're an admin intern as though that was anything less than being an assistant principal. And so that was such a great experience. Um, and then I can't not mention Dr. Shaver. Um, she is my current head principal and had been uh, my assistant principal when I was in the classroom. And I think um, some of the best advice that I have ever gotten as I started this journey um, that I still remember and keep in my mind, I feel like on a daily basis now is just to be a sponge. I had interviewed her for one of my graduate classes and she's like, just be a sponge, soak up as much as you can. Um, just every offer, look for continual ways to learn and grow. Um, and that was just such great advice that I felt like um, has really supported me in my journey and something that's just always great to remember that we're, you know, we're always learning, just like we tell the kids that, you know, we are always learning too as the adults. Yeah, yeah. There's some really, really great people that that I know that that, that you mentioned there. So. Yes. Like uh, I said, I've got a great group of people that have just really inspired me and been a fantastic examples for me to learn from. Yeah. Well, so what what is it about being a sister principal that you just absolutely love? Man, I would say it is the kids and it is the people, it is the staff, it is the community. I mean, we have our kids are just doing so many things. And I feel like I get the pleasure of, I get to kind of see the, the broad overview. Um, the other day I got to help judge the fourth grade science fair finals. And that was just so good to get to see all the creativity and the different things that they are doing and things that they came up with that it was like, I never would have come up with that. One student um, had a water of uh, like, balloon propelled water bottle car and he tested all different size wheels to see what would make it go fastest and um surprisingly enough having different size wheels on the front or the back is what made it go faster and it was just so interesting to see how they came up with their projects and so i think it's getting to really see when i'm going through and doing walkthroughs and walking around the building that i just i when i was in my classroom you don't always get to see all the amazing things that your colleagues are doing but now in this role i get Get to see all the things. And so that is really, really exciting. Yeah. So what is one thing, what's the greatest thing that you've learned this year about being, being a system principal? Oh man, I would say the greatest thing that I have learned this year um, is really to take your time, that there are very few decisions that you have to like in the moment immediately have an answer. And I think it's so important, you know, we we're problem solvers. I'm very type A, I'm, I want to solve the problems. And so, um, but I learned very quickly that the best way sometimes to do that is to take a moment um, and make sure you have all the information, to ask questions, to make sure you really understand what the concern or the issue is. My staff will probably laugh if they listen to this because I commonly say, um, let me marinate on that for a minute um, because I, I, and I will say, I'm a marinator. I need to, you know, give me, let me think about that tonight or I'm headed into lunch duty. Let me think about that while I'm in lunch duty and I'll get back to you. Um, I think that that is so important because that helps um, me to be more reflective and then it helps me to kind of 
make sure that I'm able when possible to be proactive. So I don't kind of just feel like I'm playing whack-a-mole, but I'm able to um, really kind of look things from a big picture and how can we be proactive at addressing whatever it is? Yeah. Yeah. That that's really good. Um, you know, when I was a, a fairly new um, principal, um, my teacher would come to me with these ideas and I would say, you know, I, I just don't know. Let me, let me think about that. And it would keep me up at night as I'm thinking this through, you know, like, okay, because a lot, a lot of times teachers will come to you and they've got these great ideas, but they don't always necessarily see how it's going to affect the rest of the building. And so as an administrator, you have to think about how it's going to affect everyone in your building if, if you were to say yes to, to this idea. And so I was always saying that my, my, my wife just knew, I mean, sometimes I get up at one o'clock in the morning and I'm, 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 I'm getting up and I'm trying to figure out how can we make that work into a schedule or, you know, or how, how that's going to affect the entire building. And, and, um, and so, uh, uh, it, it's things that you really do have to take your time to really make sure that it's, that the plan is going to work well. So. Yeah, absolutely. We are a very large building. And so there sometimes I would say I do my best thinking when I'm just making some laps in the hall of just let's let me go for a walk and let's kind of ponder through, like you said, all the different things that would kind of the ripple effect of things. So for sure. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about your school. Tell us about your school and um, and uh, what makes Deer Creek, the fourth and fifth grade center, the best place. It is just the best place ever, I will say. Um, we have fourth and fifth grade students. We have over 1,200 kiddos. Um, all of our elementary schools feed into our school site. So when they reach fourth and fifth grade in Deer Creek, they're together through the rest of the school. Um, we work really hard to keep it in elementary school um, and to let them be little for a little bit longer. Um, but I think the best thing, like I said before, of kind of the best part about being an assistant principal is also the greatest thing about about our building. It is the students, the staff, the community support. Um, our vision and our school really focuses on relationships, collective ownership, and an unwavering belief in the ability of all students. And we live and breathe that on a daily basis. Um, and so we work really, really hard, but I think we, I like to think we have a lot of fun together too. Um, and that makes it really special. And I think at a district level, you know, Deer Creek, there's not really a town. Um, up until a few years ago, the only business, there was like one Sonic and one gas station and that was it. But otherwise it's just neighborhoods out here. Um, and so while we are a 6A district, we really have um, that small town feel still that on Friday night, you're going to find a big portion of the community at that football game. Um, and so it is still really special um, that we get to kind of maintain some of those small like roots and really get to know each other. And the kids really get to know each other because they are together starting in the fourth grade that this is going to be your class that you're with all the way through when you graduate. So that's really special. Yeah. So um, just a couple of questions just about, about, Deer, about Deer Creek. So y'all do pre-K through third grade buildings more? Yes. Yeah, so our pre-K is kind of in a pre-K center. Um, there are some other pre-K, uh, we're expanding pre-K into some other elementary schools next year, just with the tremendous growth we have out here. But yeah, all our elementaries are all K through three and then four, five, and then they're uh, intermediate with our sixth grade, seven and eight middle school, and then our high school. So once they get to fourth grade, they are together. Okay. 
Very good. And then um, at your school, since you have 1,200 kids, so I'm going to send about 600 per grade. Yes. Um, so how many teachers do you have per, per, per grade? We have, we have over 90 staff total um, in each of our grades. It's at like 25 in classroom teachers, homeroom teachers, um, 25, 26. And then we've got full specials teams for both grade levels. And then our um, special education staff and, you know, all of our support services. So, but there is a big school for sure. Yeah. And then um, as far as the classes for uh, fourth and fifth graders are they um, departmentalized? Do do they do teaming, or are they in a self self contained room all all day long? We do teaming, and we are departmentalized. So in fourth grade, um, they have an ELA teacher, a math teacher, and then a science social studies teacher. So they rotate three times, okay. um, and then in fifth grade, they rotate um, five times. They have uh, Deer Creek. We separated out. Uh, literature and composition so that's their ela and then science social studies and math so we keep our homeroom students all together and so again that really helps give it that elementary full we really build that community with their homeroom we still do morning meeting um, we still have recess we have the world's best playground when i mentioned what makes us so special i can't not mention our playground has a zip line it's the coolest thing um, <laughs> so we still have all those element you know our special they're not picking electives it's still definitely an elementary school well that's awesome all right very good so um shereen you've been a member of cosa for a, a couple of years and yes. so why do you think it's important for people to belong either to their state association or the national association or or both I think that it is the advocacy is so important. I appreciate and most evenings after I put my kids to bed, I go and look at the educational news clipping email that we get every single day to just to see, okay, what's happening right now in Oklahoma and nationally that is impacting education. The legislative updates are so, so important. You know, right now it's so important to advocate for public education. And so it, I feel like it would almost be a full-time job just to stay on top of all the bills that are in committee and how they're, you know, they've gone to the Senate. Now they're going back to the House to be either approved or not with the amendments. And so um, COSA kind of doing that groundwork for me so that I am informed. I can answer questions that teachers may have. I can answer questions that parents may have. Um, and then I can really be an advocate for my school and for education in general. I feel like that is so, so important. And I also really look forward to continuing to like network as well and having those opportunities to build relationships um, with other assistant principals and principals that are across the state. I think that's a really great uh, resource as well. All right. Yeah, very good. We have uh, an amazing staff here at COSA that, uh, that works on that. And uh, Dr. Janine Barnett is our uh, policy um advisor and um she does an amazing job and so so um and and truly everything you mentioned when i was a principal those were the things that i valued so greatly because i didn't have to go in and look for it it was it was uh you know that that the weekly update was very helpful to me as a principal and it's helpful to me even though i'm, I'm doing uh some some of that work and so um um anyway i, I appreciate you saying that so, Shireen, as we just kind of wrap up this this episode, the purpose of 
the OAESP Principal Podcast is to elevate the voices of Oklahoma administrators. So I'm going to just pass this back to you just for some of your final thoughts. I would say um, one of the big things is that there are so many like absolutely amazing things that are happening in Oklahoma classrooms every single day. And it is really like my privilege as an administrator to be able to spotlight like the great work that we're doing, the great work that students are doing, um, the things that our community is doing to rally behind our schools. So that is just such a um, pleasure to get to be a part of um, and kind of lift up and promote and showcase what's happening in our schools. Um, I would say, you know, it wasn't that long ago that I was in the classroom. And so for anyone that is thinking about or ready to make that leap um, into administration, um, I can't speak highly enough of the admin intern programs that a lot of districts are starting to do. Um, that is a great way to learn um, and grow and, you know, really be on the ground and take those theories that you've learned about in school and put them into practice. And so that is something that if someone's thinking about it, just do it. You will never, ever regret it. Um, and if that's not something that is available in your area, if you're looking to jump into administration, look for opportunities that you can grow your leadership committees that you can be a part of and, you know, different things that you can do to continue to grow and push yourself outside of your comfort zone. I think that's some of the best advice um, that I ever got. Um, something that Christy Van Doren said to me was, you know, push yourself outside of your comfort zone. And um, and so I think that that is advice that I, you know, continue um, to live by and always looking for those ways to grow because that grows so important. All right. Very good. And, you know, you, you said it best is that there are really great things happening in our Oklahoma public schools. And so I uh, appreciate you uh, joining the, the uh, podcast. And so Shereen Smith, Assistant Principal at the 4th and 5th Grade Center at Deer Creek. And so thank you for joining. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening to the OAESP Principal Podcast. If you're not a member of COSA or OAESP, it is not too, too late to join. You can go to www.cosa.org, that's ccosa.org, and click join to learn more about the benefits of being a member. Right now, membership uh, prices have been reduced for the, the remainder of this year. And if you are interested in... Um, that membership form for the reduced rates, you'll need to send me an email at absher at cosa.org. That's A-B-S-H-E-R-E at cosa.org. And it'll be, uh, I'll put the uh, email address also in the in, in the show notes. We'll let you know about our uh, upcoming Coastal Summer Leadership Conference. It'll be held June 14th through 16th at the Oklahoma City Convention Center and the Omni Hotel. Keynote speakers include Inky Johnson. Inky played football for the University of Tennessee and was projected as a top 30 pick in the NFL draft when a life-threatening injury took place on the field. So come hear his story of perseverance and determination to overcome his, his injury. You will be inspired by, by his journey. Also, our closing keynote speaker is going to be uh, the one and only Gary Brooks. Uh, he has a huge following on social media with his humorous videos that focus on real-world educational experiences. Registration is, is now open, and uh, so mark your calendar for June 14th through 16th. Register today, and the hotel uh, blocks have also been 
uh, opened up. We have four different hotels that that we are using. And so uh, I will also put that in the show notes. And you can go to our website at uh, coastal.org and, and go to professional learning and conferences. And, uh, and we hope to see you there at the Coastal Summer Conference. As always, thank you for listening to the OASP Principal Podcast. Keep doing great things in our public schools. Thank you and have a great day.